If you consistently experience high levels of stress without taking steps to manage or reduce it, exhaustion eventually takes over, leaving you emotionally and physically burned out. Burnout is the result of prolonged work-related stress. It's a mix of exhaustion, cynicism, and ineffectiveness. You may begin to feel less motivated since it seems like nothing you do matters. Since burnout happens gradually, you might not notice symptoms immediately. But once it takes hold, it can affect your ability to function across all aspects of life. Burnout is an occupational problem, and it is related to how we deal with our job and our work situation. Burnout can happen to anyone. Approximately 4-10% of all employees are affected. The longer you wait to deal with your burnout, the greater the risk that you will be unfit for work. Burnout is defined in the 11th revision of the International Classification of Diseases as Burnout is a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. It is characterized by three dimensions. One, feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion. Two, increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativism or cynicism related to one's job. 3. Reduced professional efficacy. People who are burnt out have physical complaints like insomnia, aches and pains, fatigue, stomach and intestinal problems, headaches, heart palpitations and high blood pressure. They may also suffer from psychological problems like depression, feelings of helplessness, worrying or fretting, anxiety, irritation and mental instability. Other complaints are forgetfulness and concentration problems. At work, people are less productive and unsure of themselves. They also feel alienated from their colleagues and their work. Symptoms of burnout The International Classification of Diseases lists the following symptoms of burnout. 1. Physical and mental exhaustion and fatigue after minimal effort. 2. Muscle aches and pains. 3. Tension headaches. 4. Sleep disturbance. 5. An inability to relax. 6. Irritability. 7. The inability to recover after rest, relaxation or entertainment. All these symptoms need to last at least 3 months, and they should not be able to be explained by a different illness such as depression. What is the difference between burnout and being overworked? Burnout is commonly thought of as a symptom of working too many hours for too long with too few holidays. The truth is more complex. There is a difference between being overworked and being chronically burnt out. A restful holiday on the beach, a couple of weeks of good sleep, and a daily poolside cocktail enjoyed over a novel are enough to rectify the symptoms of the overworked and exhausted person. On the contrary, Burnout is a deep-rooted malaise that significantly impacts one's mental and physical health. A holiday will not cure it. In the case of burnout, people have been crossing their boundaries for a long time already. The battery is totally flat. They are completely exhausted and cannot go on, nor do they wish to. They no longer see the sense in working, and already get nauseous when they enter the work environment or even when they see the signpost for the town they work in. There is a strong physical reaction of nausea or fear of certain aspects of the job. People no longer want to have anything to do with their colleagues. They ask their wife to ring up, 
and they no longer answer the telephone themselves. It is as if they have been traumatized by their work. This is burnout. Burnout follows prolonged times of stress. To be alive is to experience physical and emotional stressors on a regular basis. Our bodies and minds normally adapt to the different demands that daily life makes upon us. Stress responses. 1. Are normal and integral to life. 2. Can be physical or psychological. 3. Are important for healthy bodies and minds. 4. Can be caused by both pleasant and unpleasant things. 5. Need to be linked to rest and recuperation. Without stress, our bodies become weak and unhealthy. Many things stress us physically, such as driving a car, getting a cold, or even eating a big meal. These are all part and parcel of daily life and do not usually produce damage. How do we know when we are overstressed? Usually, we feel overtired by stress once we get beyond our optimal stress levels, but we may need to push ourselves on regardless, and so begin to experience other symptoms. Too much stress can demonstrate several symptoms. Physical symptoms might include muscle pain and digestive problems. Psychological symptoms are 1. Cannot concentrate. 2. Become forgetful. 3. Struggle to make decisions. 4. Have poor judgment. 5. Suffer anxiety and panic attacks. 6. Feel miserable or depressed. How are we going to stop burnout? There are four areas to consider when stopping the harmful things which have caused or are causing burnout, and they operate at different levels. 1. Stop doing so much. Indeed, stop being afraid of doing nothing. 2. Stop running away from the truth of the situation. Stop ignoring the warnings coming in from all around, and start heeding them. 3. Stop thinking this is the end. Have hope for a truer us to come out of this. 4. Stop feeling a failure and regard burnout as an opportunity to regain a better life. What can you do? 1. Give yourself emotional space. We need to reverse our habitual, emotional harshness and start being kind to ourselves. Then we need to find a pleasant and healthy recuperative routine. 2. Give yourself physical space. We need to look at our bodies. We may have chronic physical tension, and we shall look at various things that could help us relax physically. Then we need to improve our physical environment, making it more restorative. 3. Give yourself mental space. Our minds will have been in chronic overdrive, full of data, deadlines and pressure. We shall look at ways to calm our minds, to allow ourselves to think straight and to create inner space. This should help us feel less chaotic more orderly, more at peace with ourselves. You need to flick that switch. Working is sometimes like a drug. You can become completely addicted to it. When working has become an addiction, you are at greater risk of getting a job-related illness such as burnout. People who are addicted to their work are called workaholics. Not such a nice word. It seems to imply that people themselves are to blame for their burnout. This blame is not justified, because the work pressure is always of more significance than personal characteristics. Without blaming yourself it is useful, however, 
To ask yourself why you continue to work so hard. Why you cannot stop working. Why, for example, can you not take sick leave in time? And why do you never take all the holidays you are entitled to? When you answer full of despair that you just can't stop working, it is useful to check whether there is work addiction at play. This is particularly important because addiction is a mechanism that is operating in its own right, and that does not go away once you stop working. The addiction would just shift. You could end up sitting at your computer for hours surfing the internet, going on a shopping spree, becoming addicted to alcohol or getting obsessed by going to the gym. In short, you end up doing something with the same drive as when you were working. This is not the way to get better at all, because your whole day is now characterized by achieving another goal. People who are recovering from burnout and who go to the gym, often report how they keep an eye on what the person next to them is doing. Am I faster? Am I sweating more? They are fixated on rowing, cycling or walking even faster. Whether they enjoy these activities is of secondary importance. For them what matters is the targets and achievements. You need to flick that switch. And this is only possible by changing your attitude. Where did you go wrong? Having accepted the situation you find yourself in, of burnout, and having created some emotional and physical space and begun to relax, the third step in overcoming it is to look back over what led to it and learn from any mistakes. Having carried out these assessments of the good that has been retained despite burnout, turn to look back at what went wrong and begin to learn from previous mistakes. Here are some suggested starting points. Pick the one that most appeals to you, then move on. In all of these suggested methods, or in any others, the main questions to try to answer are 1. What choices did I make throughout the process of becoming burnt out? 2. Could I have acted differently, and if so, how? 3. What were the messages I was giving myself that took me so far down the line? For example, I must not fail, I must keep up with everybody else, and so on. 4. What messages am I giving myself now that I am burnt out and have admitted it? Are they positive or negative? Need I agree with them? 5. What would I say as the person I am now to the person who was acting like that? What advice would I give? What message can I give to myself now? What lessons do I want to learn for the future? Finally, you may not want to use any of the methods suggested, and there are other ways of doing things. You might like to write fiction, to work through artwork, drawing, painting, sculpture or modeling. As always, when working with yourself following burnout, please be gentle. Take time. Don't force the pace. If you try these things and find you just can't do them, then wait until you have enough energy. Remember, you can change having become burnt out to a great opportunity. It's a chance to do things differently in the future. Working on the past can lead to a happy and fulfilled life ahead of you, better than the one you have lived so far.